0: into your life from this. Now, with, without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the of Podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Andrew Capp. Andrew Capp is the author of the upcoming Law of Attraction book, Named the last law of attraction book you'll ever need to read In this episode we talk about the law of attraction, mindset, positivity, motivation And the power of the law of attraction As well as Andrew's new book Now, sit back, relax and enjoy this episode Tuning in, Find out how to, how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got it.
1: Positivity, 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 positivity. Tune in. Andrew, it's um, great to have you on the podcast. How are you doing today?
2: I'm doing good, Adam. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Really excited to be here, and really excited where that conversation might go.
1: Yeah, no, same here. It's um, it's great to have you on the podcast. And um, yeah, I just thought I'd start by you know talking about you know the book that you've just published, um, mm-hmm. which is right next to you, the last law of attraction book that you'll ever need to read. And I really like that type, you know, the the, the name of the book because there are so many law of attraction books out there and i think you know somebody can just pick one up and read it like hey i know what it is i know what i need to do
2: yeah thank you it's it's so interesting because the title became like this challenge to myself because obviously if you're going to write a title like that you got to make sure that you back the words up otherwise the reviews won't be really friendly to you and (laughs) i mean i kind of agree along the fact that i think there's i think all the law of attraction books out there they're actually valuable they're actually useful And the one thing that people miss is for whatever reason through the human nature, which part of of what I cover in my book is they don't implement it. So for me, the goal was, yeah, to reframe law of attraction in a nice consumable way. And yes, give methods and techniques that are easy and user-friendly, but also I wanted to kind of shine a mirror in front of people so they can see how they're stopping themselves so that they could finally give themselves enough permission to do the methods. And then experientially when they get the result, they're like, oh, okay, I get this. Like, I don't have to worry about it so much. I don't have to be perfect. It just kind of flows in a more natural, easy way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. And I think, it, you know, it's really good, you know, what you've done, you know, and, in, 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 you know, publishing a book that people can digest it easily and take it in, especially if people have never heard of the, of the law of attraction, because some people I've spoken to have never, know, they've never heard of it or they've kind of heard of it. So, you know, people who aren't too, clued up so so to speak haven't got much awareness or knowledge on the law of attraction would it be a good you know good book for them to digest to to learn
2: the the goal was really to make it accessible so that like for most people who read it they've read law of attraction books before so it's kind of like to get them out of that endless cycle of of not doing something but also i designed it so that if it's someone's first book ideally if, if i did my job i'm saving them hundreds if not thousands of dollars because they won't have to keep reading other books again those other books will be good but they're unnecessary one law of attraction book is enough and i want people basically to have that feeling that that feeling of truth that they don't have to go on an endless search and that they could actually finally take action on on what this is right away and get results and start enjoying their life sooner rather than later yeah yeah,
1: no, I think that's definitely key, isn't it? Because I think a lot of the time people can they can buy lots of different books <clears throat> or, or or this kind of same kind of theme, you know, if you know, self development theme, and then they spend all this money on all these books. And like you said, you know, you can't just read a book and expect, you know, your life to change. You have to implement those um, those kind of kind of core kind of templates, if that makes sense, within that book, haven't you, to your life? And yeah, I think like there's a the secret. I think a lot of the first kind of documentary I saw on it was like the secret, you know, manifesting. Um, but then I, I know that kind of was very, you know, very mixed, you know, like uh,
2: yeah. in, in, in the reviews.
1: But-
2: it's, it's really interesting the reception it got. And um, I mean, I for one thought it was great because it, it basically like any good law of attraction source, it's giving people an opportunity to see life in a new way and hopefully a way that they could act on. Again, most people, you know, and, I don't think Rhonda Byrne constructed the book that way to, to get people to see where they're, they're stopping themselves. But I thought the information was really solid. And I think a lot of people complained because she used a lot of like material possession examples, but mm. I, for one, I like those tangible examples because it helps it crystallize it in your brain. I think the yeah. number one thing that you have to do is like whether or not you view something as shallow or not shallow, and I, I don't view it as shallow, but you need something, you need an example that your brain can can wrap itself around because only yeah. then do you have the understanding necessary to actually take the required action and actually invite a better version of reality into your world.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's definitely key what you just mentioned. And I think like, you know, it like law of attraction is well, like, would you say like the law of attraction is basically for people who don't know much about it is, you know, your your thoughts and your energy, your beliefs and like, you know, your kind of actions they're all kind of based on those and you know what you, if you whether you think positive or whether you think negative you'll attract into your life you know what you're thinking about
2: that yeah you sense. know it's it's so funny for uh for the YouTube channel that I that I started in support of the book um a friend of mine texted me a couple of weeks ago and he's like can you do me a favor and it's like oh what it's like can you do a video explaining the law of attraction in 1 minute and, and I asked him, like, why? Why do you need to say, because no one's done it on YouTube? And then I go searching. I'm like, someone did it in three minutes, someone did it in seven minutes. I'm like, oh, okay, so here's a fun challenge. So I appreciate what you what you just did there, because th- there is something to be said for trying to like crystallize it in a, in a very specific way. And mm. the way I'll often explain it to people is, you know, if you look at us under a microscope, you'll actually see that we're not so, so-called so physical. We're just, we're vibrating at a different frequency. You know, we're yeah. all energy, basically. And since energy and everything around it vibrates, so do your thoughts. And, you know, whether or not you believe this, I mean, the results will speak for themselves. It's a situation where you can choose your thoughts that will vibrate and attract the energy of the manifestation of those thoughts. And a lot of Mm -hmm. people are like, well, I've heard that and I understand it, but if that's true, then how come the job promotion that I keep thinking about doesn't happen? And I'll tell them, well, listen, you, you think that you're thinking about the job promotion but you're thinking about the lack of it, because if you're thinking about the, the actual job promotion, you're having a feeling of enthusiasm and anticipation, whereas you're probably looking at it with frustration and confusion. And that's basically meaning that you're really focusing on the lack of it. So I think it's a really important distinction that, like, you know, you, what you focus on really will come into play. But sometimes you need to recognize whether you're actually focusing on it or you're focusing on the opposite or the lack of it. Mm. Yeah,
1: I, I totally agree with that. And I find um, that that kind of happened to me yesterday. I was walking down the street and it had been raining, or like it does in England quite a lot. And um, the, a car went past and it hit this water and I, and I got splashed by the water on my legs. I was, I was pretty soaked. And part of me thought, I looked at it, I looked at the car and part of me kind of thought like, do I get angry and aggressive? You know, because of that what just happened, or you know, do I just think it happens? And and as soon as I kind of thought, well, you know, this happens. Mm. You know, I, I didn't kind of go to that negative frustration and, and oh man. And
2: um I, I love self-awareness, listening. man.
1: Yeah, I, I try I try, but I, I did I did kind of, yeah, I was very, you know, self-aware in that moment. And I think it is very Powerful, isn't it? You know how how we can kind of be aware of our thoughts and our energy, and you know how we can um, shift our energy and bring goodness into our lives.
2: Yeah, and I think what you gave also was a really it was a wonderful example of um, emotional intelligence and emotional maturity. And I think some people <clears throat> they'll, they'll hear that story and they think to themselves, well, something similar happened to me and. I didn't react so well and and then all of a sudden they're, they're judging themselves and they forget that you know positive thoughts are so much more powerful than the negative ones so for the people that that heard that and in their situation they got a little more frustrated it's kind of okay in the sense that if they then after the fact just directed themselves to any kind of positivity whether it's gratitude or, or whatever else they're hmm. they're doing more than the required amount of quote-unquote work to get themselves in, in a better place which is hmm. my long-winded way of saying, the way you handled it was ideal. If someone didn't handle it as well, that doesn't mean that they kind of messed themselves up for the day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Like, um, I mean, that's that quite a rarity. I mean, I, when it happened, I kind of thought to myself, God, I am not experienced that, you know, for a while. Like you said, there's probably that kind of emotional growth um, in that moment. But uh, I think sometimes as well, like when things happen in people's day, like because people say how you start your morning is pretty, pretty key. Um, you know like the thoughts that you think and the words that you say um, to yourself as well um, because sometimes people probably have things happen that might be negative they might react and then sometimes over the over that time something might just happen that just might tick that person kind of over the edge because mm-hmm. you know if everything else that has happened then I think um, if, if you if you was like taking somebody who is going through a lot at the moment and they're suffering, you know, whether that's mental health or they're not in a good place. Like, how, how would you say they can kind of use the law of attraction to kind of, you know, shift themselves from that from that place, if that
2: makes sense? Yeah, well, so for me, the, the perspective I always take on on this is it's all about strategy because, like, the law of attraction is happening whether you believe in it or not and whether you're doing anything intentional with it or not, whether it's positive or negative. So seeing how it's, it's already happening... I always ask myself, well, what can I do strategically to kind of tip the scales in my favor? And I think people, they're they're always on this never-ending journey of happiness, especially like even like a year like this year, people are isolated and they're going through a lot and they just want to be happy. And what they might not realize is by viewing happiness as the goal, they're basically reaffirming that they're not happy yet. And they're always going to be reaffirming that to themselves. It's like, oh, I just want to be happy is another way of saying I'm not happy. Now, the thing about it is, joy doesn't have to be a result in and of itself. It can also be a strategy. And what I mean by that is, you know, people wanna be happy in this general way of like everything's good, everything's overflowing like wonderful, but who's to say that you can't be happy in a specific moment watching a funny YouTube video or catching up with a friend over Zoom or like, in other words, Mm. what you wanna do is you wanna use joy not as the thing you reach for, but as the strategy by which you invite more joy. And mm-hmm. that could be done through simple gratitude exercises, that could be done through watching funny YouTube videos, that could be yeah. done through anything like listening to your favorite uh, you know, song, whatever might get you like in a good mood that you might enjoy, that's what you wanna do. And it's not about making yourself permanently happy because again, you'll get water splashed on you no matter how good of a job you do on this, but it's about mm-hmm. you know, choosing more intentionality behind finding pockets of time in those days that you are mm. satisfied or you're just you know at ease because when you do that, you are triggering a universal energetic reaction for more mm. of those things to happen. So the water will still splash, but it'll happen way less frequently. And all those things yeah. that you want will happen more frequently. And you'll just find yourself experiencing joy and happiness and ease and relief and fulfillment and satisfaction on a much more regular basis.
1: Yeah, no, I, I really like what you said there. And I think as well, Um, I can't listen to words I just thought it's like people say you know like you said with happiness people say I'll be happy when xyz happens (laughs) and it's like you said you're most people putting on a a boat and pushing it out and saying you know I'm going to be okay when this happens but it's like like you said you're kind of surrendering yourself um, not being happy you're saying I'll be happy when this happens and I think I hear that a lot in people, quite a lot. And I think a lot of the time, people just aren't aware of it. And I think, you know, we've done ourselves at times. But if you can really kind of think about it, and like you said, focus on the things that are making you happy, whether that's a video or a book or a film or an activity, I think you people, you know, through the law of attraction, and by doing that and recognizing what it is that makes them happy, you kind of want to do more of that. And the things yes. that probably don't make you happy you become more aware of it.
2: Yeah. And, and that sentence, I'll be happy when, people don't realize, you know, I don't even call it like a damaging sentence, but it's it's like the, it's a delay sentence. It creates so much delay in what you want and it's unnecessary. I mean, if mm. you really want to be accurate about the whole thing, it's better to say, I'll be happier more often when, which because it doesn't preclude you being happy in certain moments, you know, mm. it's like, I'll be happier more often you know, when I've hit $10 million. But in the meantime, it doesn't mean I'm not happy right now. It doesn't mean I can't have moments of joy. It doesn't mean that I can't invite good things. It doesn't mean that I mm. can't like have positive experiences in my life because, you know, let's say that it took someone three years to make a million dollars. Now, in the short term, someone probably think like, well, that's not bad. Three years from now, I'll be a millionaire. But what are you gonna do in the three years between now and then? Are you just Is life gonna be horrible? Like you, you strategically, just again, this is just about strategy. Strategically, for your own benefit and your own happiness, and just you know, you're you know, you're the own honoring the gift that is life. You owe it to yourself and people around you to be happier on your path toward that million. Like, do mm. things that are fun, celebrate the little things. Like, you know, before you get a million, you're going to hit 50,000 and then 100,000 and 200,000. When those mini milestones come, celebrate in some way that reaffirms that you're doing a good thing. You know, treat yourself mm. to a gift that you could now afford with $50,000 or something mm. you can now afford with $100,000. And you can probably tell, I don't care if it's shallow or not shallow. I don't care if it's, you know, a fancy watch or it's a nice mm. vacation. As long as you enjoy it it's and it's not hurting somebody else, it's valid.
1: Yeah, no, and that's an excellent point. And I think like it's um, it's that process, isn't it? And it, like you said, enjoying the little things in between, like you said, that that, that three-year gap of where they are to, to the million million because I think that that's, that's definitely important because people, you know, want some, some people, not all people are constantly on that kind of um, instant gratification they're always on that, they're wanting that next thing. And, um, you know, I think we're kind of bit, we're quite like that as human beings, we're kind of always striving forward and kind of reaching new things. But I think, like you said, it, it gives you that kind of that, that gratitude and that perspective of, enjoying the moment and seeing what you're doing and the progression of that rather than people just wanting, you know, that end goal, getting it. Okay. Now, you know, now what? And yeah. I think that that is so important. And I, I, I've learned that from podcasting as well. I think, you know, learning the process, you know, a lot of patience, um, consistency, things like this. And, you know, it's not all about just that, I don't know, reaching episode 100, you know, there's, there's much more to what's kind of going on in between. And I think we don't always see that. And I think it's really powerful when you do um, as well. Like, would, would you say, you know, the process is important? Like you said, that, that kind of that gap in between.
2: Oh yeah, well, there's, there's so much to be said for, for how you engage in this. And I'll, well, I'll use an example. Like, you know, you look at um, professional basketball players and they are so good at what they do. They shoot the ball so well. And people see them for three hours in one evening playing that game. And because their brain only sees that, even though they're smart enough to figure it out, they don't really stop and think about all the practice shots that these players are taking in the off hours, you know, when when the lights aren't on, when people aren't watching. And it's a very interesting thing to think of it that way, because what we're talking about here is a practice and part of the reason that the players can work so quote unquote hard is they enjoy that practice they enjoy shooting the basketball that's why they became a pro ball player to begin with so you know you talk about being a podcaster you know i'm sure not all of the things are fun for you all the things that the steps that you have to take maybe you don't like the editing as much maybe sometimes you get a guest who you've like got to drag answers out of but mm one it's helping you step up your game and improve and that's making you proud but two it's also a thing where you know on the easy episodes and the hard ones there's this constant state of improvement and i bring that up because practice is also something to keep in mind with gratitude if you Hmm. do gratitude exercises for five minutes a day ideally these should be things that you get to do not that you have to do they're a choice rather than a chore. They're not something where you feel like this weight on your shoulders like, oh, now I gotta do the gratitude thing. It's kind of <laughs> like, and this is what I put in the book. In the book, I I, I, I posed the question, what if you know you're, you were out of shape and I had a magical ice cream for you and all you had to do to get the perfect body was take a spoonful of ice cream a day. And you can say a bite of a cookie if you don't like ice cream, some kind of food you enjoy. And the thing is, of course, in that instance, you would do it because who doesn't enjoy ice cream or cookies or whatever, especially Mm. when it's just a spoonful, it's just a bite, it's just a little bit, and it's getting them all this uh, benefit. And I kind Mm. of compare that to, again, a gratitude exercise that you look forward to, that's a spoonful. It's just five minutes a day. You don't have to do an hour. You don't have to do Mm. three hours. And by doing this, by engaging in this practice, not only do you get better at being grateful, but you get better at enjoying the moment, and you get more creative in the things that you have to be great to be uh, grateful mm. for. I had someone, and you know, apologies for the long-winded answer, but somebody um, no, no, no. they they emailed me. Um, I they I have this thing called a uh, gratitude boost. It's a it's a program that I'm only offering for a little bit because it's like a preview of a bigger gratitude program at the end of the year. And one of the things is I I challenge people to be grateful for all their resources. And someone mm. wrote me back, and she's like, I'm having a little trouble with this and i fired an email right back and i gave her a list you know it's like the device you're reading this on you know um you know, your your eyes to see this, you know, the, your intelligence, your, your focus on this, this reminder, mm-hmm. like I just I quickly rattled off a thing. And the reason it was so easy for me is not because I'm so smart, or because I'm so amazing. It's because I've practiced this so often that it's just mm-hmm. so much easier for me to identify these things. So for her, I didn't do that to do the work for her. I did it to give her the gift of awareness that it is out there. Now it's your turn. And maybe tomorrow, you're only going to think of four things, but that's okay. You think of four mm. things every day, at some point you're going to think of a fifth thing and then the sixth thing, and then it's just mm. going to be easier and you're going to have a good time while you're doing it, which is my mm. long-winded way of going back to what we we're talking about, just making this a practice, whether it's a podcast or whether it's feeling gratitude, you want to mm. do something in a way that you're, or shooting a basketball, do something where you're experiencing joy or fulfillment or satisfaction in those moments, because that's, that's going to basically reinforce the habit because willpower alone is not going to be enough. It's got to be something you enjoy and look forward to.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good, really, really good point that you just made. I think like, um, like you said, doing something that you're passionate, looking forward to and happy doing is far more impactful than doing something, you know, just to, you know, perhaps please other people or do something because, you know, for the, for the, just for the money, like people, you know, doing things with the money, and, you know, they're not happy, even though probably they're probably getting thousands or millions of dollars um, as well. And I think that's really important what you mentioned as well with, you know, that, the gratitude and, you know, how it's just like like a little dose, you know, like, like it's a little, that you know, a couple of minutes is going to have like a positive, positive impact. And I think like you said, the more you do that, it's almost like a muscle, isn't it? The more you do that, the more where you become kind of like what you're doing and yes. you know like people might they said might not know about the resources but through kind of breaking it down it becomes more clear you know like for that for that person yeah. and um i think you know when, when you do gratitude lists like sometimes i've done them and it's like you need more paper because you're thinking of all, of all these different things but at first like when you do it you can only think of five things and you're like well okay i've got a computer Um, a jacket and but it it is really I think it's like I said it's really beneficial you know for people to do that and um, there's um, there's a guy I can't remember his surname is it Brett Meltzer is that the guy Brett Meltzer and he he said uh, he was talking about gratitude and he said I've done all these courses I've been around all these people um, you know blah blah but you know you know at the end of the day he said it comes down to gratitude
2: Yes. And you know, it's, it's also a really cool thing. There's a momentum to this that no one can really appreciate unless they're finally experiencing it. So for example, like you're going through that list of things to be grateful for. And at one point, you just think, you know, you're grateful for your brain, you know, and you're like, hmm. wait a second, there's a lot more body parts. I'm grateful for my heart. And I'm grateful for my lungs. I'm grateful for my hands, my fingers, my teeth, my nose. I'm grateful for my feet, my legs, all these things. And then you go even deeper. It's like, well, why are you grateful? I'm grateful for my heart because it has literally been beating nonstop for decades, sending nutrients to the rest of my body, which is also working really hard so that I can be in this world and hopefully experience fulfillment and joy in it, despite all the the nonsense and all the craziness. And all Hmm. of a sudden you're on a roll. Like everyone like listening to this, Whoever you are, you have a heart and imagine like how hard it is working for you every single second, literally every second. And you don't even Mm. have to think about it. It's doing it on autopilot for you. And Mm. while it might be hard to believe if you haven't really had an experience about this yet, the law of attraction and the universe are also tirelessly working in your favor. It's just a question of whether you're going to receive it and let it in or not. But there's Mm. so much going for you that our physical senses are not picking up. You are Mm. way more ahead of the game than you realize, even if there's a job struggle or even if 2020 has been really um claustrophobic for you or whatever it might be there's so much going Mm -hmm. on that if you let yourself realize it, all of a sudden you'll experience it a lot more Mm.
1: yeah that's a really good point and that's you know i think we can kind of almost like not think about those things can we and it's like until you bring bring it back and you think to yourself you know i've got a heart i'm beating i'm i'm alive and like you said, it's you know it's it's all happening on autopilot and we should be you know should be grateful for that because you know there's people out there who probably, you know, haven't you, you know what I mean, who've got medical problems out with their hearts and you know it, it really does kind of put things into perspective of how kind of you know kind of magical it is to be a human being and how mm-hmm. kind of you know grateful we should be to be alive and for what we have going on for ourselves um as well like with your book like did you i see on amazon like you, you know amazon best-selling you got some you got quite a lot of reviews like on the uk amazon which i'm on you got 652 ratings yeah um <laughs> which is pretty pretty incredible and it's um when when did you actually release the book like when was it released
2: so november 24th will be a year and, yeah. and by the way, just since we're on the topic, I just wanna say thank you so much to all the, the UK reviewers. It's, it's really interesting because mm. I'm based in the US. So I yeah. have access to the US site. So whenever someone leaves a review for the book, I will literally like comment and reply to them. But that's yeah. because I'm on the Amazon US site and I don't have that same ability for the UK. So like for all those people that that left a really positive review that I couldn't reply, I apologize, but just know mm-hmm. that I really appreciate the feedback. and. Like it really is a humbling, amazing thing to know that the book yeah. kind of hit all these marks that I really wanted it to hit. Yeah. No, I think
1: that's it is pretty it's pretty powerful, isn't it? I mean, you you know, it's not it's just been like, like you know, around a year and eighty-one percent five star reviews and like every review I've seen, you know, it's all been positive and people, you know, having um you know, having a lot of impact on you know on their lives and, and taking a lot from it. I mean, it must be you know, very rewarding and humbling to, you know, to be in that position to provide value to you know, so many people through, you know, through what you've done.
2: You know, it's, it's very surreal because you know, I don't see myself as, as anyone special and I'm not. I mean, I, I do think the book is special and I think the book is a wonderful, I think the whole value and the whole thing that I want to create in the book, I want it to be something that I could have really taken a quantum leap at if someone mm. gave it to me 15 years ago. Without having through the, going through the ups and downs that gave me those insights. Mm. And like the whole perspective is all the book is meant to do is give people enough room, whether they've been through this or not before, whether they tried law of attraction, hasn't worked out, just enough space where they give themselves enough permission to just try out one more time, but this time in a way where they don't have to be perfect and where they're not beating themselves up and they're just enjoying it. Cause you think about it, like even the gratitude method I describe, <clears throat> let's pretend it doesn't work. Let's pretend that it's complete nonsense and it's not gonna get you anywhere. That doesn't change the fact that it, it was five minutes of a day where you felt good about yourself, you reduced your anxiety, you increased your, um, your confidence. And you know, gratitude, like they've, they've done studies, like people sleep better when they're grateful they do lower their stress, they do lower their anxiety, they increase their self-esteem. So even if it didn't quote-unquote work the way it's supposed to, you're still engaging in a very brief process and a very brief practice that has physical benefits, if nothing else, for you.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely agree. It's quite amazing, isn't it? Well, like you said, you know, they've done studies on it, found that people sleep better and have reduced stress, you know, through like gratitude. And I think that's something that I did a lot during COVID when uh, April, May time, you know, a couple of months into it in the UK, uh, we was in lockdown, and I remember like had had a relationship things going on at the time, and uh, I was felt you know feeling really stressed and worried because you know it's it was you know it's sort all of new to us, um, so I think like gratitude lists you know worked for me, you kept me a bit that bit more grounded, you know, just looking at the things that as well looking at like the things that we can control. Over, over the kind of things that we can't control, and you know, looking at what you're grateful for,
2: yeah.
1: And I think, I think, like you know, these these things, especially you know, with the law of attraction as well, should be kind of implemented into the, you know into the education kind of curriculum in some way. I think there would be, um, a lot, you know, a lot less problems happening if people were taught it at an early age.
2: Yeah. I, I remember reading an article about a, like an experimental school where they, they didn't have detention. They had meditation. They forced kids to, to do the meditating instead. And all of a sudden, like grades shot up and fights went down. And like it was basically, they, they really drastically improved the entire situation in the school by not punishing the kids, but like really by putting them in a situation like here's something that will help you. It's just meditation and whether it's meditation or gratitude or anything else, it really is. There's something to be said for the kind of power it's going to have. And the real trick about it is we're not most times, we're not going to see the the needle move. It's going to be this subtle thing. We're going to, we're going to wake up one day. Like if you can engage in a process and magically jump like a hundred days into the future, you'd be blown away by the difference in your life and in how you feel. But one day at a time, it's kind of like, you know, The one thing I always remember when I would see um, relatives growing up, this would be after not being around for a year and they'd say, oh, you've gotten so big. You know who never says you've gotten so big? Your parents, because they see you every day. They cannot notice the micro growth that's happening on a day-to-day basis. But the people that don't see it for a while, they're like, oh my God, you've sprouted like a whole foot. What happened here? I only mm. I saw you three <laughs> months ago. This is actually how it works with the law of attraction. Also, you engage in these processes, you engage in gratitude, you engage in visualization, you engage in scripting, and these micro things that happen day by day that you can't notice you know, very viscerally make an, a dramatic improvement that if only you sit back and let yourself appreciate, You'll be blown away and you'll literally grow another foot. you are be like, oh my God, mm-hmm. my my bank account has grown a foot since the last time I've seen it, that type of thing. Mm,
1: yeah. Yeah. No, I, find, I think that's really true, isn't it? And like you said, people, people, like you said, who see you every day kind of don't see, they, you know, it's just kind of like normal with people who, like you said, who might not see for a while can kind of see that kind of like those quite a kind of quantum leaps, so to speak, like, and how you kind of shift and grow. And I think sometimes like we don't, Sometimes probably see it ourselves, and unless we kind of reflect or do these exercises, it's quite cathartic, isn't it? They're quite cathartic, and yes. you know, like so, how, how important, like you know, the law of attraction is, and you know, the self awareness, and they kind of like probably all interlinked, don't they, in, 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 to some degree?
2: Oh yeah, like there, there's so much going on that, if even if I could explain, I wouldn't waste somebody's time explaining, because yeah. I think sometimes the details are, are almost a distraction. Like you want the result and you know whether it's you know 25 the universe and 10 percent your subconscious mind and five percent this and like who cares like you know how things are happening as long as they're actually happening as long as they're actually working so and i, yeah. I think it's it's really there, there's so much going on and it's it really is a miracle it really is miraculous and mm. i think a lot of times like people bad things happen in the sense like you know someone gets if they get in a car accident They weren't expecting to get in a car accident that day. And then all of a sudden, boom, car accident, Mm. you know, even hopefully they're healthy, the the damage to their car, like all of a sudden their life has literally changed in an instant. And people recognize that because they recognize negativity so easily. But literally positive things can come out of the blue around the corner just as easily. All Mm. of a sudden you could bump into the man or woman of your dreams. All of a sudden someone could reach out to you with with a huge job opportunity that will change your life. All of a sudden, something can happen that you weren't even thinking about. And when it does happen, oftentimes people are like, whoa, and they have this surreal feeling for a couple seconds, and then they let it go. They're not even appreciating it, but these things actually happen. I can think back on my life where the universe was spoon-feeding me opportunities to do something more, and I just glossed them over and went about my way. Mm. It's amazing. It's amazing how much we, we ignore that's really being handed to us on a silver platter.
1: Yeah. No, definitely. I think that's kind of like the kind of, you know, how powerful the kind of, that you know, how, how powerful we are and how how powerful the universe is and how it works. And, it's, it's you know, talking about that as well, like how things can kind of happen around the blue that we didn't expect, whether that's an accident or a job opportunity or relationship and these kind of things. You know, for, for one example is like, you know, this, I, I wasn't expecting to receive an email, you know, about you know us having a podcast I, I i i never knew you know this was going to going to happen you know and i'm really grateful for this i'm really grateful for that and you know like we kind of have to kind of be open don't we like you said you know things might come our way but we can kind of push them away sometimes but i think we kind of you know have to be open to like you know new new things coming our way um because like you said you know whether that's you know, like um, spiritually, you know, the energy, subconsciously, you know, however it's working, it is definitely real because
2: yeah. it's just and, um, kind of how it goes. You know, it's so funny because I'll, I'll most likely end up like sharing this interview with my audience, you know, when, when yeah. you publish it. And they're going to hate this part that I'm just about to give here because every single interview that i ever done, I say this example, they're like, okay, Andrew, we get it. But for people that haven't heard it, the, the example that I often give just in terms of like, does this really work? How does it really work? Like what's going on here is I I like to give the example of like working out, lifting weights, like literally lifting weights and getting muscles, which obviously is a very oversimplified statement, but I can give two explanations as to how that happens. Like explanation one is you lift weights and when you go to sleep, the muscle fairy comes at night and gives you more muscles. It's like, okay, (laughs) muscle fairy, one explanation. Another explanation is that when you're lifting weights, you're putting so much stress on your body that your muscles are literally tearing in micro areas and your body then responds by healing, by filling in those tears with more muscle fiber, hence bigger muscles. Now, if I were to ask somebody, which one do you think is the more likely explanation, even though I'm sure I butchered it on that second one, they'd be like, well, number two. And my answer to them would be the actual answer is it doesn't matter. Mm. What does matter is you lifted weights, you've got muscles. You put an X, you got Y. You did this thing, you like, and by that same token, you do law of attraction methods, you get results. It doesn't matter whether it's your subconscious mind doing it or the universe or plain luck. It doesn't matter. What does matter is there are actual results that will occur. So all you have to do is just get out of your own way and lift those proverbial energetic weights by doing a gratitude practice or a scripting session or visualization or whatever you might need, and the results will speak for themselves. Mm. Yeah, no, that's powerful.
1: And that's so true as well because, like you said, um, we we always – you know, in my head, I was thinking, okay, it's number two. Um, But like you said, it doesn't matter because it's just a matter of, you know, doing it. And, you know, like you said, making that more clearer, you know, through law of attraction, through, you know, gratitude lists and, you know, what really stands out to you. And um, it's like what you can't – I mean, I kind of – first kind of became aware of law of attraction and you know how how this works is like through um is it think and grow rich i think i once heard of it mm. you know napoleon mm-hmm. hill i remember that book yeah and mm. it's like you know what you think you attract and things like this you know with the law of attraction and i had it like the other week I, I saw this car like three or four times in one day and i was seeing it more clearly i was thinking well this is strange but obviously you know you're kind of focusing on that that image of whatever it is in your mind it kind of shows up and that's yes. kind of you know one of the powers of the law of attraction do you would you would you kind of um you know recommend would you would you would you recommend like the law of attraction to anybody you know who,
2: well i mean i'd, I'd recommend the methods because again i mean it's happening whether they like it or not and whether they believe in it or not i i'd recommend methods to anyone that just has an open enough mind to try it and mm-hmm. i recommend <clears throat> again methods that won't feel weird you know it's not like you've got to go outside in public and start chanting and getting like weird looks from people you could literally <laughs> like sit down in the privacy of your own home and literally like write a list of things like you know just to uh, to teach your audience one of the methods from the book real quick um mm-hmm. one of my favorite methods is the time lapse method and basically the the process is simple you're going to write down 15 things that you're grateful for five of them are from your past five of them are from your for your present and five of them are from the future. And the trick about all this is you're going to phrase all of them in the present tense, whether it's past, Mm -hmm. present, future, it's all in the present tense, how you phrase it. So you're going to write these things down and then you're going to jumble up the list. The order's all over the place. Maybe the first thing on the list is a present and then a future and then a past and then the past and the future, it's like all in there. And what you've basically done is you're going to read through each item on that list that you're grateful for. You know, I'm so happy and grateful for this apartment. I'm so happy and grateful for this job promotion. I'm so happy and grateful for, you don't know where that happened because of the way I phrased it. And the trick about this is two thirds of that list is actually true for you in an undeniable way. And because we cannot downshift very easily, you're basically tricking your vibration or carrying over the certainty and the confidence when you're talking about those future things as well. So hmm. if you just spent like half the list talking about the things you already have and you sneak in one of the future and you say it in the present tense, your subconscious mind and even your energy can't really tell the difference. So it's like you've, you've tricked yourself into feeling good and feeling confident about this thing being in your life, thereby attracting it more. And that's, hmm. that's why I love it because two thirds of that is undeniable. And then the other third, you carry that same confidence and enthusiasm as you're being grateful for it. Wow.
1: Yeah, it's... quite a a powerful um it's really powerful what you we just mentioned there with you know that breaking it down and you know taking the past the present like the future and how you know how, how how powerful you know the subconscious mind is and how how we can kind of you know navigate our lives you know through certain exercises i think that's really amazing um yeah and um like how, how did you kind of get into like kind of personal development and kind of like law of attraction? Like, if, if yeah, so For me, not it's too. interesting.
2: because I mean, I've, I've been um, an entrepreneur for like two decades and yeah. I think, you know, when you're running your own business or you're like, you're a salesperson or something like that, oftentimes you tend, I mean, if, if you're any good at your job, hopefully you tend to seek out any kind of information you can, that's going to mm-hmm. help you do a better job of, of sales or business or whatever. And I think inevitably people in that situation often find themselves going into personal development and positive thinking. So law of attraction was just like one quote unquote modality of many that I learned about, like, you know, just in my process of trying to improve myself just because I wanted to do better in business and in life. And it was one of those things when I first learned about it, I had my successes and failures just like anyone else because I never went all in with the situation. Like I would do it a little bit and it would kind of fizzle out and, you know, and what I didn't realize was, and I talk about this in my book, a lot of times it's because like we all have an ego and the ego, which is stronger than your conscious mind, but fortunately not stronger than the subconscious, all your ego is interested in, in is your survival. And right now, like you being alone, you not like that, um, that not so ideal money situation, like whatever's going on in your life, the ego knows you're alive. So it's going to fight tooth and nail to keep you in that way. Because for all it knows, when you get rich and famous, you're gonna have a stalker. And then all of a sudden your survival is is going to be threatened. So since it doesn't know, it can't predict that you're actually going to be more safe or safer when things improve, it's going to do whatever it can to keep you in line because it just doesn't want to risk it. And it it loves you, by the way, it's not your enemy. It's doing this to protect you in a misguided way, but that's why we have fears and that's why we have doubts. And that's why oftentimes we'll do the methods and we'll start to see a little progress and then we'll get lazy. We'll find ourselves saying, I'll just do it again tomorrow. And Mm -hmm. for me, I, I went through a situation, uh, like 12 years ago where I lost my business and girlfriend all in the same week, uh, mm-hmm. which was not fun, obviously. And I got to this really, really stubborn and indignant point. where I'm like, you know what, this has worked in the past. I don't care how the detail, like how things happen, when then, when they happen, like whatever, I'm just going to go all in full tilt with this, do a method every day for five or 10 minutes and whatever happens happens, but I'm, I've had it. And because now I didn't even worry about the outcome, like the results were amazing. Like in two weeks, I felt better. Which is saying a lot with a broken heart right in three weeks i'm sorry three months i had a brand new relationship way healthier mm. in four months i was making more money at that than any point in my life before that and within six months my life completely transformed i'm in the best shape of my life i'm waking up happy and fulfilled like everything is going so well for me and it all happened because for whatever reason i got pissed off enough that i'm like i'm just doing this i don't care what happens and i stuck with it long enough that a result happened and then i understood All those other successes and failures, the minor things like not really going any way, which is because I just wasn't all in and I wasn't putting myself through five minutes a day. So Mm. I learned a really good lesson. And from that point on, even if I get lazy and sometimes I'll get lazy, I Mm. know that the truth is whenever I want to, whenever I need to, I can go back to the methods and stick with them and beautiful things will happen. Even if it's better than I ever expected, it doesn't have to be the exact details. It just has to be a massive improvement because who would not want that in their life? Mm, yeah. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, I think, I think what you mentioned as well, like, even like, you know, through failures and successes, sometimes like, you know, through those failures and hard times can kind of um, trapeze ourselves, you know, to the next level almost. And I think like, you like know, you said by going all in and that's kind of, you know, like a really powerful thing to do isn't it you know to go go all in on something and you know go go um go into the unknown and take that risk Mm. but i i think you know like as a person that's how you grow isn't it and that is far better than not kind of kind of kind of wishing you went all in you know or wishing you would have taken that risk you know over the regret you
2: know just just kind of doing it yeah. And you'll remember, Adam, from Think and Grow Rich. Napoleon Hill talked about like when you make that decision, when you actually finally make the decision, the, the forces that will come to your aid are, you know, mm-hmm. you, you can't even wrap your mind around the power of them. And, mm-hmm. you know, most people, they, they buy Think and Grow Rich and, you know, it, it is what it is. There's like this extended unabridged version where they included like like outtakes or other material that Napoleon Hill like had in the like original long version. And one of them was like a little drawing of like an army. And it's like, Mm. this is the army, the invisible army that comes to your aid when you make a decision to do something. Mm. And there really is a power to that, that there's, there's, there's an army, an energetic, invisible army at your aid when you make that choice. And again, for me, I wasn't like, I'm going to make a million dollars or I'm going to do like, I was just like, (laughs) I'm going to improve my life. I don't care how it happens. I'm not even fixed. I mean, if, if you could be fixed on the result and have it aid you fine, but I was not outcome dependent. I was just like, something's gonna happen i don't care when or how and i don't care yeah. if i do this for 10 years i'm doing this because i'm never gonna have my heart broken like this again i'm never gonna lose my business like this again like i've had it and when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired that's mm. when you make a choice of like i am just doing it and fortunately mm. for me um i only had to go to that once in order to learn this lesson and take it with yeah. me for the rest of my life
1: yeah no exactly and i i really you know credit you for what you're doing and you know, for, for sharing, you know, what you're doing as well. And, you know, you like your, your story from that. And, you know, just wanting to provide value to other people, you know, through, you know, providing positive value, and you know, for your book and, you know, for the things that we talk about. And I I think it, you know, like having a positive impact, it's almost priceless, isn't it? You know, providing value to other people.
2: Yeah. It's, it's a humbling, like the feedback I get is very humbling and, it wasn't really, believe it or not, it wasn't what I expected. I, I kind of like had this open-ended, like, I just want the book to provide value. That was it. Um, but like, when I get an email from someone saying like they got out of a, an abusive relationship, I mean, it's, it's, it's like mind-blowing, very humbling stuff. So um, mm. there's, there's a lot of that I got out of um, publishing this book that I never would mm. have imagined or never would have expected.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's, that's kind of, you know, what it's about as well, isn't it? There, you know, there's those bits in between, like as you mentioned, and, you know, having those people sending, you know, emails where they've, they've made those changes and it's kind of been that kind of catalyst for them to, you know, to change.
2: Yeah. As well. Yeah. Um, Whether it's my book or any other book or any other video or any other podcast episode, maybe right. that, that Adam did, you, you hopefully you guys are checking all his, his episodes are out. Um, like, I'd say, like, whatever you can do, to give yourself permission to take that step forward like do it like whatever Mm. it takes whatever source of information and whatever presentation of information you need to just give yourself just 30 days so you can at least see the result and even if you get lazy after that at least you've experientially gone through it that you know that it works and even Mm. if you don't believe in law of attraction like something's working something happened you lifted the weights you got the muscles like all you want to do is find some way some excuse to do it long enough and not even worry about like a grand result even like a minor subtle result there's a power behind that because it's way better than no result so mm. take what you can get be inspired where you can and just love yourself enough to do it because no one's going to do it for you mm.
1: yeah no exactly no exactly like who who is well who would you say your like role models are, whether that's like Uh, Yeah, role models slash mentors. You know, whether that's professionally, personally.
2: Yeah, it's like for for me, like I mean, there's there's no law of attraction mentors, but like like one person I've I've always followed and respected, and um, some people know his name and other people won't. Um, He's an entrepreneur by the name of Evan Pagan, and and Evan teaches so many. He teaches about business, he teaches about marketing, but he also teaches about like human nature and psychology. And following people like Evan is what basically helped me understand how I was getting in my own way, psychologically, like those, those little blocks. Um, so like, he's, he's like the first name that comes to mind, but really anybody that comes up with a unique perspective that can reframe things so that it opens the door for other people. Mm-hmm. That's the type of person that I want to have in my space. Yeah.
1: No, I think that's definitely important, isn't it? Having, you know, the right people in your space as well. And being around the right people, having, you know, the right kind of mentors and role models as well. Yeah, um, for sure they're all important and um got another just another question like as well um like what for you like kind of what is like a de- definition of success to you
2: That makes mm. sense. i mean for me success is is joy and satisfaction in your life i mean that that's that's really it and i i love that because for me it's it's general enough where that could be about money, that could be about relationships, that could be about everything, that, that could also just be about a personal sense of self-esteem and self-worth. But for me, that, that, that's success in a nutshell. And the beauty of it is anybody can achieve it.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. I really, really, really love that. And um, as well, like where, where can people find you on social media, your website, where can they buy your book from?
2: Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not sure how it works in the UK, but I know like if you go to, to lastlawofattractionbook.com, I know mm. it's certainly forwarding to the, to the U S site, but I think mean, if you just go to Amazon and you search for the last law of attraction book, you'll ever need to read. Um, mm. and, you know, it's, it's audible, it's Kindle, it's print. Um, but also they can just go to YouTube and my channel is Andrew cap with a K. And mm-hmm. um, obviously, you know, for that one, you don't have to pull out your wallet. You can get all the info for free. And it's mm. basically me, you know, throwing in new methods that weren't in the book and giving new perspectives. And you wouldn't know it listening to this interview and you certainly wouldn't know it reading the book. But I also mm-hmm. throw like a lot of humor and fun in there because I figured if people are going to watch videos, it helps move things along. So um, I highly yeah. recommend the YouTube channel. And, and of course, please feel free to check out the book on Amazon as well. Yeah, no, awesome.
1: But I'll, I'll definitely um, promote your book for you and I'll promote your content and I'll, I'll share it on all my platforms for you and you know even through word of mouth as well i told my mom about you know this podcast before i did it thank and
2: you
1: so much no no you're welcome so i'll, I'll promote it and get it out there for you as best i can as well
2: awesome hey the more people that know that the happier i am <laughs> yeah no sir exactly but um
1: but no andrew it's, it's been a pleasure talking to you and i really you know i really appreciate you know um your your um pr colleague you know reaching out to organize this and for you for for, what, for coming on the podcast it really means a lot i'm really grateful and um i'll be happy to stay in touch and, and do this again sometime if you ever wants to
2: oh yeah that that would be awesome i'd love to do another talk and, and thank you adam not only for having me but thank you for the care with which you ask these questions because you know you can always tell when when you know a podcast host is like really trying to serve their audience and it's so clear that you're really trying to serve your audience so thank mm. thank you for being you and um i'm I have high hopes that your audience will continue to grow as these kinds of episodes come out. So, um, mm. I appreciate you having me on the show today.
1: Yeah, no, you're very welcome. It's, um, it's really humbling. And, you know, I, you know, I just do this, you know, being myself and, you know, providing value and, you know, getting to know, you know, other people like yourself and I'm really grateful, but I, you know, I wish you all the best with the book and, you know, all that you're doing.
2: Thank you, sir. Likewise. No, no, you're welcome.
1: Thank you. But have a, have a great have a great day or evening where you are
2: yes cool and again this this was a really this was a fun talk man i um i would totally be up for it again and and i look when whenever it launches i'm not sure your publishing schedule um mm-hmm. feel free to uh to hit it and and i'll make sure to share it with people yeah no of course of course got it
0: Hi there, it, it, Possibility, Positivity, Possibility, Positivity, 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 Possibility, Positivity,
1: Possibility, I'd just like to say a massive thank you for listening to my podcast. I really hope that my podcast
0: has a positive impact and provides positive value to you and your life. I'm also a certified and accredited life
1: coach and I'm offering free discovery call consultations up to 15 minutes. And through these calls, I will touch base with you and see where you're at in your current situation. And as a life coach, I can help you in areas with, you know, mental health, anxiety, depression, goal setting, relationship coaching, and, you know, many other areas of life. So if you're interested in having a free consultation, please get in touch at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com, or you can reach me on LinkedIn with the name Adam Parr or my Instagram at positivity94 so if you're interested in having a consultation and you know you're at a place in your life where you know you're wanting to reach out for help um, please get in touch and um, I'll be happy to to help you Um, have a great day and um, all the best, take care